Pickaxe. Everybody. Hello. Welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's comfort zone. I am Kirsty, and I am Bryony. And we're gonna listen to some dreams and figure out what the heck is going on in Bryony's head. Because not Kirsty, I don't have any dreams the, again. Take the week off. <laughs> yep. My brain <laughs> is just not dreaming right now. It doesn't want to. It has given up. I had a really lovely dream the other day that I didn't record, but I did tell you about. Um, at least I don't think I recorded it. I have no memory of what these two dreams are, to be fair. But one of them that I don't think I recorded was that I was hanging out with Lydia and we were playing this game where you had to like build a village. It was very Animal Crossing. We had to like build a village for animals. It was, well, it was more sort of like Hocko life. And I put this house down and the house was like the wrong way round. And I was like, oh, silly me. So then I was like looking at all the different animals that were there. And there was like an elephant and a hamster. And I was like, why are their houses the same time? They're the same size. And then um, Lydia was like, oh, come on, we've got to get ready. We've got to get ready. And I was like, what for? And she was like, our Kate Bush party. I was like, what? <laughs> and then it turned out we were throwing like a Kate Bush themed party uh, together. And we were both like all of a sudden like dressed in Kate Bush dresses. With a big red, dread, uh, red dress on. Yeah, and we were like lighting candles everywhere to make everything have that like 90s music video glow and stuff. And it was like, oh, it was so good. I woke up just like, I want to throw a Kate Bush party. I would go to a Kate Bush party. I want to throw one so you can go to that one. Nice. <laughs> it all works out. But I'm very sorry in advance if it turns out that we begin one of these recordings and it's me telling that exact dream. <laughs> <laughs> See who tells it better. Awake me or half asleep me. Yeah. And maybe Awake You has forgotten some of the extras, so there might be bonus facts in there. That's true. There might be little tidbits. Little tidbits. Um, it's tid with a D, isn't it? It's not tit. Yeah, it's not titbits. Not bits of think it's tit. Bit, just bits of tit. Mm. Littering my dreams, yes. as usual. Usually mine, to be fair. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> just a little, uh, good little bobby in there. But yeah, I and haven't so, had any dreams. I, I was going to say, do you know why? Have you been having like no. slightly worse sleep or slightly better sleep? Maybe? I mean, maybe it's because it's been warm. I, I mean, I feel like... I should struggle to sleep when it's warm, but I feel maybe I've been sleeping too much. Like, I think I've just been having more of a deep sleep every yeah. night because I wake up feeling so groggy all the time. Um, yeah. And I'm still a bit groggy today even waking up. But, like, I, I yeah, I just don't really remember them. And any dreams that I have been having have been very, like, split up and weird, random. Um, I did have one last night which parts of it were not very pleasant, but there was one part that I remember that ha we were in the loft in my old house and I was looking around for something and I was convinced that my brother was trying to do something. He had like an evil scheme and he was plotting something and he was oh, no. hiding something up in the loft so that he could do this horrible thing to me. And then for some reason... I found a box of like old 
wool, like yarn. And I was like, he can't have that. He he needs that for his evil plan. So I threw it like down the ladder. And then I decided to hide it in his room because that would be the last place he'd look for my yarn. And 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 then he he turned up and me and my mum were both like, Nope, no yarn here. But I still don't remember what it was that he was gonna do with this yarn. I have no idea. And it was just it was just very weird. It was a very strange dream. Um and my brother was young in the dream too, like he was like twelve. But Aww. he's actually like twenty-seven. <laughs> a baby. <laughs> he was a baby. You know, okay, so you know that you like tricked your brother with the wool. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, it says wool is symbolic of spiritual protection. Pulling the wool over someone's eyes, though oh. generally accepted as devious, can also be a protective act, which it actually was because you were protecting against his devious schemes. True, true. I was pulling the wool over his eyes so that I was safe. <laughs> but I don't know why. I don't know what he's plotting. He's 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 Bizarre. he's not been plotting anything in real life, as far as I'm aware. Well, that you know of, yeah. Oh, what if, oh no! What if this is your your brain's way of telling you. There was another part of the dream as well, I think, where I was in like a forest, and I think it was my parents were running through the forest, maybe. But they were they yeah. were just like. You know they were off, and I, I don't. It was it was very strange because it was like they they. I think, I think I think my dad was dressed in all black, like a black suit, and he yeah. was chasing my mom, but not in like a bad way. Like he wasn't trying to kill her or anything. They were just doing something. I don't what know. Are your family a, up to at the moment? I have no idea. I don't know <laughs> if it was meant to be sexy or what. I have no idea. But I was just very far away, and I had a radio like to them, and I was like. There are two people following you. They're wearing motorcycle helmets and like suits. And the, there were these two people that were sort of following behind them, my parents. And my parents like got the radio call and they sort of peeped back and they were like, oh, and they kept going. But then the two people with the bike helmets on, they took their helmets off. And I was like, oh, it's so and so and so and so, which were two kids that used to live in the village we used to live in. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're following you. And then these two kids, they turned around and they held up signs that said, do not tell them or something like that. <laughs> and then they came up to me and they pretended that they weren't involved. And it was really weird. Like one of them pretended he was lost and he was like, oh, I know you. You can help me get home. And I was just like, what yeah. is happening? It was really weird. That's what I mean. Like all of my dreams have been really odd and like all odd over the place. Yeah. yeah. Really strange. Um. <laughs> Just this is going back a little bit, but under wool it also said see also knitting. So I was looking at knitting, but just underneath that is knob, <laughs> and in knob it says since many people still have difficulty in calling private parts by their correct name, a knob appearing in a dream can represent the penis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How dare you call me out How like this? Dare you with my hoo hoo and my <laughs> my pee pee, my, my dangle dingle, <laughs> the pee pee and the hoo hoo. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I'm not afraid of saying banana. 
I don't right. I don't use different words for vagine and penis because I'm afraid to say the words. I just find them funny. Yeah. I think it's I, fun to say minge. It is. And you can it's put funny. that on a t-shirt. I too much comfort zone merch. <laughs> it's fun to say minge. I just I just enjoy it when people say vahuhu. I I just find yeah. that I just find that enjoyable. Just a bit of a boring word, isn't it? Vagina. Like, yeah. where's the where's the fun in that? <laughs> Where is it? Where is the fun? Her noose and vahuhu is 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 much much better. I feel like um, vagines do get a much better array of words. I feel like the um, I can't even think of a fun word to use now. But it's all quite serious words, isn't it? Like pecker. Oh, what for uh, for a penis? For a penis. Penis. Yeah. They don't really uh, get any like fun. Well, to think back to Austin Powers. Um the scene. Have Powers. you never seen it? There's a scene with uh where Dr. Evil fires a rocket ship and it looks like a oh, giant a giant penis. And they, they keep on like cutting to different people saying like it looks like he's Godward like yes, that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I, I've seen that scene. <laughs> okay, maybe I need to just maybe it's my fault. Maybe I need to brush up on my uh Phallic terms. Exactly. You need to broaden your <laughs> I've horizons. I've not put the work in. I've been spending too long on Clunge to really <laughs> give it the attention it deserves. The <laughs> <laughs> so failing on my part. I see, I see this now. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're learning. Character development. <laughs> yeah. I'm growing as a person. <laughs> and a penis. <laughs> My uh, my vocabulary. My why is, vocabulary. Why is a word about words so hard to say? It's like brewery. Like it, you sound like you're drunk when you try and say brewery. Brewery. I couldn't order a, a piss up in a brewery because I can barely say the word. It's not my fault. <laughs> brewery. Brewery. Yeah, brewery. So, um, speaking of my wonderful vocabulary, <laughs> would you like to listen to a dream? Yeah. Let's Perfect do it. segue there. Vocab- vocabulary. 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 It's like I had to train myself to say familiar, because for years I'd say familiar. Familiar. And I had to sit there and go familiar. Familiar. When I was a kid, I struggled uh, differentiating lion and line. I would just oh. say lion or line, lion, 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 lion. I get that with furry, fairy, and fairy. Like people, if I say I took the fairy, people would be like, "You took the fairy, the fairy, furry, the furry? The furry? <laughs> you took a fairy. I took a fairy you on the fairy. Took a fairy, fairy, <laughs> on a fairy." Furry. Fairy, a fairy, fairy, fairy. I took a fairy, fairy on the fairy. <laughs> um, <laughs> shall we listen to whatever dream I had on the sixth of July? Let's do it. Okay. okay. Hopefully, this isn't the Lydia one. Hopefully. All right. Three, two, one, go. I had this dream that had like three parts to it, but two of them were really horrible. So I won't make you listen to those bits. But there was a third bit where um, I was going on a holiday to this flat in a city with Alex's family and we were on our way there 
and all of the buildings, like the tallest buildings, have been painted to look like comic books. It was really cool. Um, but then the driver was like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't want their job. And I was like, what? And I looked across and one of the tallest buildings was like on fire. Um, and the like fire engine was going towards it. And I was like, oh, geez, I hope everyone's safe sort of thing. And we got to the flat and there was something where someone in Alex's family was like, Acting as if there was someone lying on this, um, like, sunbed thing, but they were invisible. And they started piling furniture over them in a sort of real, like, <laughs> I've got them type way. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what's happening there. So I went to my bedroom where I was going to be staying. And I had this really cute, adorable little, like, shop but it was it was clearly like a children's room and they'd made a shop of like their drawings and stuff. Um, but some of the things were really cute. There were all these little like plasticine models. Uh, there was one painting where they'd done like Peter Rabbit, but then they'd just drawn a smiley face. And I was like, I really want this. Um, and then Alex's parents came in with everyone else and they were like, right, right, right pay attention I was like oh sorry and um his mum started telling me like she had, clearly had something to give me and she was like you've been in this family for two years now and I was thinking oh no it's a lot longer but um then she was just like just talking nonsense and I was like what and then his dad tried to take over and it was the same and I was like are you guys drunk and I looked at the floor and there were like three empty bottles of wine and I was like what, what are you trying to say what are you trying to say and then I was trying to ask them about someone having blocked up the bathroom with furniture because when they'd been blocking the sunbed they'd been blocking it and um Alistair was there and he was like oh it's people bullying me because I need a listening horn and it turned out that inside the room was just this little box that had a listening horn on it like one of those little ear trumpets um he was like I need it for my meeting but I don't like people to <laughs> to know um but other than that I think that's pretty much it I think that's all I remember. Yep. The end. Bye bye. Did I, did I tell you part of that dream last week? I vaguely. You haven't. I, I mean, I don't remember all of it, but I vaguely remember the comic book city. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that. I have a feeling I did tell you, and now I've just well. We've maybe last week this was just a next week on Comfort Zone. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hear more details about this dream. Um, but yeah, that was it. Alex's drunk parents and the comic book city. So they went to a brewery. A brewery. A brewery. <laughs> well, I guess they went to a vineyard, a vineyard. Vineyard. Wine bottles. Uh, but yeah, it was it was just odd. Like I do remember the first two parts of the dream. I think I told you about those. There was a horrible one with Julietta and then a horrible one with Jerry. But this yes, was you did like tell me about those. 
the third part. And it was actually quite fun. I mean, obviously, <laughs> there was a building that was on fire. Bit worrying. But it but was being was, dealt with. That was just so in the background. Fine. They had that under control. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but this is like the second time that I've had a dream about going to like a big fancy flat. Oh, really? I don't know why. Because I went to G's flat in London in a dream. Um to watch the wrestling and then I'm going on holiday here to a big fancy flat like what is it about true big fancy flats what 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 are they maybe it's because people we know have moved recently or maybe or maybe I'm thinking about the big fancy flat I want you to move to oh maybe I'm it's me in my dream Going around looking at places, trying to find somewhere around. for you to move to. <laughs> but not London and not whatever comic book city this is. I if I won here. the lottery, which is unlikely because I don't play the lottery, then I would move to Bristol <laughs> in a flash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just... It was odd. Another one of those sort of bits and pieces dreams. Yeah, it seems it, especially because it was paired with the dreams about um, Jerry and Julietta. Yeah. It's just sort of a bit of everything, isn't it? I love what, um, that during the Julietta dream, Fionn was in it, but she literally just ran into the room and peed on the carpet and then ran out. And that was it. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Thank you for your help. <laughs> Oh, Fifi. <laughs> were, were you worrying about anything to do with Alex's parents at the time? Because it sounds like the other two parts of the dream were like stressy. They were stressing about the aminals. So yeah. could um, it have anything to do with Alex? I think or? it's been like uh, just over a year now since we went on holiday with Alex's parents. And it that just means that like on uh, like the google pictures or whatever it's showing up with like here's a photo you took one year ago and it's all the holiday ones so they've mm -hmm. been on my mind but for like nice reasons yeah um maybe that's why really they were getting drunk yeah it was like a <laughs> bit of they were like the comic relief to the serious dreams um <laughs> so you've had these horrible like... dreams about your animals getting hurt here's a nice one about your in-laws <laughs> yeah. getting drunk yeah, they've made you an award for two years in the family, which is like sort of five <laughs> How long have you been married? Years. Well, we've been married seven years now, so it's five years too late, but it's the thought that counts. They tried. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm like curious to know what the, Alistair and his hearing horn, like what could, because oh, I guess yeah, I a that. hearing horn, I can imagine could be like very representative or very like symbolic of like not feeling listened to or not feeling like I'm listening to someone or something like that. But I'm just trying to like, I can't think what it would be. Mm. I guess if you can to Alistair find it. Well. Yeah. Alistair's not listening to you. Get it together, Alistair. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Why are you not listening to this podcast right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he is now, then this is uh -oh. ineffective. <laughs> Awkward. But yeah, it's just very strange. Like, it just feels like, do you ever just hone in on something in a dream because you're like, that must be symbolic. 
But maybe it is just a random thing, but maybe it yeah, is. Yeah, like, like, I wonder what made you start dreaming about a hearing horn. Like, that's so bizarre. And like, piling up the furniture as well. Like, that feels like building up a, a barrier. barricade. Which, to be fair, okay, that I might have an answer to because oh. recently, 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 I have been feeling a little bit like, you know, when you. So when you start streaming, yeah. um, and you're not really thinking about like, oh, one day I might, you know, carry this on or people might still watch me in a year's time or something. You're just doing it because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And why the heck not? And I'm sort of a very like heart on my sleeve person. And if I am sad, I'll talk about being sad. If I like I, I'm very bad at like keeping stuff that's on my mind when I'm talking. Yeah, I'm um, the same. So I think recently I've been looking back at the fact that I've been streaming for what, like four years now or something it must be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm starting to piece together like, oh my gosh, people are actually starting to know quite a lot about me because what started as just like one little story here and one little story here has now built up into this back catalogue of like, who I am and how I feel and how I react and all yeah. of this stuff and I think I've just had this feeling recently of like oh my gosh maybe I should have should I have been more careful should I have like tried to like have not like a streaming personality because that would just be too much effort and I can't do that sort of stuff um but I don't know like, I'm just I think I've I felt a little exposed maybe and maybe that was my dream me trying to put the barricade up and being like, let's just stack the furniture up on the invisible person. You can't see chat. Yeah. They're they're invisible people. And I'm piling furniture on them. I've solved it. She's hiding from chat. I'm hiding from chat because I feel exposed. That makes sense. That does make sense. I never even really thought of that. Like, I do the same. I just, I just start talking. I, I reel off stuff that's been happening i'm like yep yeah, i'm feeling about this lately blah 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 and if you think back god people know a lot about me now <laughs> yeah. and it's like when you sort of like if you like accidentally like like doxing by a thousand cuts sort of thing like if one day you say like oh yeah i'm near a post office don't think anything of it there's loads of post offices around here and then Maybe three months later, you say like, oh, yeah, I went to the park by our house the other day. All of a sudden, they've got two things yeah. that they can try and triangulate. <laughs> yeah, and then... it's difficult. It's difficult. Like, because the likelihood is, I mean, I mean, you never know who's watching. But, you know, you like to think that people that are watching, they they, they wouldn't be that mental. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know who is. So it's like. Or what yeah. if there is someone sneaking around in the shadows, you know, trying to triangulate a park and a post office. And they're using wool to do it and we have to hide the wool from them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our dreams have connected. <laughs> it's like one time I I said to my chat, I was like, oh, I went to the, the corner shop nearby and I got a, a frozen Fanta. And they were like, Lamau doxed. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Are you going to go and like find out every corner shop that sells frozen Fanta in a hundred mile radius good luck (laughs) if you find out where I live you deserve it (laughs) yeah you've put the work in now good good for you (laughs) 
But there's also like, um, I had someone once be like, oh, I think you've uh, like accidentally doxxed yourself. And I was like, how? And they were like, you told this story about this log in this wood. And I know that log that you're talking about. And I was like, it's a log <laughs> in a wood. Oh, no. I don't think you do know which log I'm talking about. <laughs> but they live with me now. Turns out they're very good at this. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> That's how I met Alex. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it is just one of those things that you don't think. And in a way, this just turned into my paranoia rant. Yeah. It's not all the lovely people in chat who will say this stuff is probably someone who's not saying things. I think that's the scary thing. Yeah, it's the invisible person. The invisible person. Yeah, and that is something yeah. you have to deal with as a streamer. Like, the people invisible who talk a people. lot, generally, they're lovely they're people. And it's just like, yeah. I mean, not saying that lurkers are bad, but I'm just saying no, that... Sometimes when is... chat are being naughty, lurkers are my favourite. Yeah, lurkers are the best. <laughs> but... But you it's like, yeah, people. if there is someone, it's just, it's just hard because like as content creators, we have experienced, I mean, even if we haven't experienced it ourselves, we are friends with people who have experienced these things where yeah. there is someone unsavory in the community who perhaps is crossing the boundaries. So it's something you're always thinking about. Um, yeah. And it's something you have to keep an eye out for, sadly, especially as a woman, I think. Speaking as a woman. Mm. Woman. I think like, yeah, I've been very lucky with um my community is very lovely. Obviously, over the years you've had like the odd person who has had to be sent away and it's always very horrible and I I don't like when it happens. But overall, everyone's I'm I feel very blessed. They're all very lovely. Yeah. And me just too. a bunch of good eggs. Um but yeah, like you say, when you know people who have had horrible interactions either in person or in DMs or wherever, then, it, yeah, it does just make you have that. It's it's always, like, there, isn't it? It's always a, like... like back a your little, mind. Yeah. yeah. Just, in, just in case. Mm -hmm. You have always but, um, got to be careful, because at the end of the day, it's your safety, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, it's one of those things. That, and like, it's, it's the safety not... of other people, too, like, in your community. So it's always yeah. something. It's always something I was going to say, about. like, it's also just the, for me, it's the safety of the bunnies. If someone found <laughs> out where I lived, I would be like, okay, like, what are you going to do? But if someone found out where I lived and therefore where the bunnies live, I'm there, like, on the porch with a shotgun, just like, you better not try anything. <laughs> <laughs> you stay back, you get off my land. You stay away from my bones. <laughs> you ain't touching my bones. <laughs> There's another T-shirt for the merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh my goodness! We that was, a, my, that was my dream. We, that was your dream. We cover so many <laughs> subjects in this podcast. Yeah. I after last week, I had so many lovely messages, like about ADHD and getting a diagnosis and stuff. Um, yeah, I had a few people that were like, "Oh, you know, you that really clicked with me. I'm gonna." seek a diagnosis now blah 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 and it's it's so nice so I, I hope everyone who listened and was helped a bit by last week's episode yeah. gets what they are looking for if they are looking for a diagnosis and stuff good luck and to also, you like if ever you're thinking like oh I don't want to take up time in the system because I think people think that not just for ADHD but also for things like therapy 
don't listen to that voice. You yep. deserve to thrive and live your best life. Like exactly. You go get those things. When there's services that are available, use you them. take them. Yeah. I did that for years with therapy. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I'll put it up. Like, I don't want to take up. Someone probably needs it more than I do. I don't want to do this. Whereas, like, no, that's not a that's not a healthy way to be. You need no. to. What's the thing? Like, charity begins at home or whatever. Like, if you're going to take care of others, you have to take care of yourself first. So go do that. Yes. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> And if you need a hearing test, uh, go have one of those as well, you know? If you need a hearing test, Alistair. Alistair's got a great horn <laughs> that you can borrow. Well, speaking of words for things. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've unlocked a new one now. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Do they even have, like, hearing horns anymore? Is that still a thing? I don't think so. That's very old school, isn't it? Like yeah. people, it's the typical thing in like, like black and white films of the guy being like, "What? What, what? did you say?" <laughs> Hang on, let me Google it. Let me Google it. Hearing horn. Can you still have? Can you still get a horn? I think most of the time now you have hearing aids for that. <laughs> yeah. Ear trumpets. Probably more practical. That's what they're called. They're not called horns at all. They're called ear, ear trumpets. trumpets. Okay. So when you want to ear there are, trumpets, there's one ear trumpet on Amazon, but it's a decorative one. Um, is that like is that like the new version of hipsters having glasses that just have clear glass in them? They've now got decorative ear trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> New level of hipster has been unlocked now. <laughs> Get on my level. They've got their tweed suit and their ear trumpet. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, ear trumpets were just like early hearing aids, I guess. Yeah, I guess I like it. Makes sense. It's just like amplification of the sound. Yeah, I guess in the same way as a gramophone, but going out the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Beethoven used an ear trumpet. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. You would have thought, like, someone who wrote music would have had, like... Quite good hearing? Yeah. I think Beethoven went deaf, like, fully deaf and kept writing. But there's also that... um... Is there a lady who plays the cello and she's completely deaf and she just uses, like, she always, when she's on stage... Always has like bare feet so she can um feel the vibrations and keep in time with everyone else. Oh. I can't yeah. remember her name though. I think um I mean it's probably not the same person, but um Aurora often goes bare feet on stage, I think. Maybe Aurora. for Aurora. Aurora. Aurora's very good. Their music's very nice. Ah. Beethoven began to lose his hearing at age twenty eight and by forty four his hearing loss was complete. Blimey. Oh, I wonder if it was, do they know why? Or was uh, it just because it was the equivalent of like listening to heavy metal back in those <laughs> days? He was just there with his head uh, right up against the orchestra. His was because of a disease. Oh. Paget's disease of the bone compressed oh. one of his cranial nerves. There we go. You learn, you learn something new every day. 
Yeah. Ah. Ah. Beethoven's Compressed Bone. <laughs> Name for a band. <laughs> no one wants to use it. Um... <laughs> Did, or, you, did you? Or another name. For <laughs> We're going to have a whole bingo by the end of this. Beethoven's compressed bone. That's a, that's a nice long description for it. How about you uh, come back to my place and we uh, take a look at Beethoven's compressed bone? <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I was thinking about the other day... Um, my favorite like euphemism for this is actually this is really immature I apologize but my favorite euphemism for going for a poo is um <laughs> going to drop the kids off at the pool I don't know why I find it so funny <laughs> but I I think it like every time I'm popping to the loo I'm just like just dropping the kids off at the pool <laughs> I'm very sorry please write in with your favorite poo euphemisms poofemism Poofemisms! Oh my gosh, there's a our new podcast. <laughs> Poofemisms! Yay! Comfort zone is over. Be Poofemisms like a... has begun. <laughs> could be like a new section. We can have a jingle for it. It's time for Poofemisms. Yeah. <laughs> this week we're dropping anymore, the kids though. off at the pool. <laughs> next week we want Poofemisms. Da 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 da. Um, do you want to listen to the to the other dream? I think it's something about being stood. I'm at for those who don't know. Why would you know? I'm stood at Lewis's desk, and this is the first episode that I you do know. He's <laughs> with me too. <laughs> it's um, it's a standing desk, and there's no chair in the room. Otherwise, I would have moved it down. And this is, I think I I'm weirder when I'm stood up for some reason. I don't know why. That's my excuse. I really want a standing desk, so I can be weird all I the don't... time. <laughs> I, I just I fidget too much when I'm stood up. Like I'm looking at Audacity, and there are so many little like little bibbles of me shuffling around. I'm just like, oh no, how Bibble. many of those bibblers are gonna get picked up? All the waveform bibbles. So apologies if there's just a constant ASMR of shuffling feet and adjustments. <laughs> well I've been doing my makeup because we've got to jump straight into stream more or less after the recording so oh, yeah, sorry true. if you hear makeup noises too this is actually oh this is like one of those them things what people do on TikTok where it's like get ready with me and let's talk about poo. dreams oh and poo <laughs> dreams of poo poo I'd look up poo in the book what do you reckon it would say have we have we talked about have we have we ever talked about poo before i don't think we, we have we must have <laughs> um plunge pool oh it's probably gonna be under like it'd be like feces or excretion or something mm. it? it's gonna off bodily 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 um then i mean i don't think the next dream excrement there you go when we dream of feces or excrement, we are returning to an infant level of expression and joy. Joy? Experiences we have had have been, which we, wait, experiences we have had may have been relevant at the time, but now we need to let them go. Like a poo. Like a, like a poo. There Pop you go. Off. Or 
There are certain aspects of our lives which we have used up and need to expel. Or, third explanation for poo dreams is the power of the person is said to be contained in his excrement. What? All my power is in my poo. Is that what you're telling me about? Huh? Like, what? <laughs> so I'm dropping all my power in the toilet is what you're saying? Store up that power. Don't let it go. <laughs> Hold what it in. What does that even mean? Why would your power be in your poop? I can't get my head around the logic of that. Do you think Superman poops? Uh, Pooper Man. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. When Rithian <laughs> listens to this, he's just going to be so ashamed. I can feel it. See, now we know that Rithian listens. This is all we think about every week. It's like, oh no, Rithian's going to listen to this. It's like knowing that like, my mum sometimes watches my streams and occasionally she'll like, send me a message being like, so are you talking about this today? And I'm like, oh geez, what else did I talk about on that stream? What did I say? Oh my what God. My mum tunes into my streams, but half the time it's like she'll pop in chat, go hello, and then I forget she's there, and then suddenly I'm talking about tits and ass, and it's <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, Rydian, sorry, Rydian. We listen to the second dream and see if it's if we can if we can redeem ourselves whatsoever from this. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's do it. Okay, three, two, one. I had this dream that I was streaming with Lydia and we were playing this like little animal village style game and I was trying to put down this house and I accidentally put like the item that places the house down the wrong way so we knew (laughs) it was like a spoon that you put in the ground but I'd put it the wrong way so I knew that the front door was going to be facing like the back fence in this little cul-de-sac. I was like, oh no. And then I was looking at the house that was next to it and it had an elephant in and there was another house that I think was for like a hamster and I was like, how come they have the same size house? Wouldn't the elephant need a bigger house? But then Lydia was like, okay, we have to get ready. And it turned out that we were planning a Kate Bush party and I don't know what it entailed but all of a sudden everything had that sort of like uh hazy quality that early music films shot on uh music videos shot on film look like and um we were like both dressed up as Kate Bush from different videos and there were like candles everywhere and stuff and um yeah we were just like getting ready for the Kate Bush party, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, the end. <laughs> bye bye. Oh my gosh. Bye-bye. Not only have I already told you about this dream before the podcast, I told you about mm-hmm. it on the podcast and now made you listen to it for you a did. Third That's, time. That is literally Why? the third time that I've had to listen to the Kate Bush party. And if, if I don't get a Kate Bush party now, I'm going to kick off. I'm going to be so upset. Oh, no, okay. Hang on, just ordering. what? Uh, I'm going to have to go back and watch all of Kate Bush's music videos and see what the vital We'll have to go into a forest be. with a red dress. Keep running up a hill. Yeah, run up a ton of hills. We need to do the, um, like the Kate Bush dance like the Heathcliff dance where she does like mm-hmm. the pushing but she can get her leg really high in the air I can't do that, I mean, that attitude. but if I 
I was strapped to a table and then I got tilted up. <laughs> I didn't get my leg that high. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Noel Fielding Kate Bush video? No, that's not he... one that he did with Keith from Pottery Throwdown, is it? Oh, was Keith there? Because Noel Fielding... Oh, no, no, no. They did... Um, they did uh, Nothing Compares to You. They didn't do Kate Oh, Bush. yeah. Yeah, they did that together. That was very it good. It was like... It was one for, I think, Children in Need. And he basically, like, mimed and danced along to it. It oh was a bit God. like that... Um, I guess like the Tom Holland singing in the rain. I can't remember the name of that show, but it was like that sort of thing, but for children in need, I think. Yeah. And, um, uh, no, I've never seen that. It's very good. I've never seen that. I have to look it up. I recommend. Kate Bush is great. It really is. I do love Kate Bush. Yes, apparently so do I. Quite obsessively, more so than I realised. <laughs> Did you say that Rhythm was at the start of that dream as well? Oh, was it just R- Lydia or? I think it was just Lydia. Okay, I wasn't sure if they had Rhythian or Lydia. Um, oh no, it was Lydia. It was just Lydia. Okay. Yeah. It was very lovely. I don't really get to hang out or talk to Lydia as much as I would like to ever since the restraining order, and yeah. maybe that's what this dream was about. <laughs> I think it's just because you kept messaging her about her cats. Can you go away oh, yeah. so I can hang out with your cats, Lydia? Let me look after your cat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't really know. Like I, I can't really think that I've thought about Kate Bush recently. I mean I have now, apparently. But <laughs> before the dream, I don't know where this came from. Other than it just maybe maybe this is just one of those things. It's like back in the olden days of dreams where it was like it's it's some sort of like minor deity that's just telling me to do this. Or maybe it's like Dionysus just wants me to have a party. He's just like, you have this Kate Bush party. Listen to you Kate Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Right all now. Of, right now. You're all invited to the Radio Kate Bush party. Woohoo. <laughs> but you have to provide your own music. Yeah, otherwise we get DMCA'd. Yeah. I'm going to be doing karaoke in a few weeks. Maybe I'll do a Kate Bush song. Yeah. Ooh, which one would you do? Uh, I think it has to be Heathcliff. I think yeah. that's like... Wuthering Heights is a hard one because there's a lot of like high pitch, like, it's me! Yeah. It's very... But I mean, to be fair, a lot of Kate Bush is like that, so... That's what makes it fun. That's what makes it good for karaoke. I think I know what the connection is here. Oh? It's because Lydia Uh went to see Placebo and Placebo do my favourite cover of Running Running Up up That that Hill. hill. Aha! There we go. Therefore, Kate Bush. So I think when I saw the photo of Lydia getting to meet the guy from Placebo, not Brian Melko, I can't remember the name of the other guy. I'm very sorry. If he's listening, avid listener. Oh yeah, what's his chops from Placebo? Um, and I think I that inspired me to listen to that song, and then I guess that just that must be it. That oh, you had actually been listening to the song as well. well there I we think go. I did put it on like just what you know me. I put songs on whilst I cook. I yes. think that was one of them. But yeah, there we go. That must be it. That solves the mystery. Yeah, but I'm still gonna have the party. 
Good. <laughs> Better. Yeah. I've been promised a party and I want it. <laughs> Aww. It just makes banger after banger. Well, I say that. I can name three songs. Maybe the rest are terrible but she made three bangers and that's more than i've made so exactly good for you kate bush kate good bush is you. a legend yeah she's not real she's a she's, thing a, of she's li- literally legendary <laughs> have you ever seen kate bush no i didn't think so <laughs> she's very elusive yeah she's a mythical being she's out on the windy something moors or whatever <laughs> I don't even know the words. The I've winding, sung that song. Windy Moors. Windy Windy Moors. <laughs> I've sung that song so many times, either on Twitch things or karaoke or just in the comfort of my own home, and I still don't really know the words. Oh, I know them all. Off by heart. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever read Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte? No. I'm a bit of like a baby. Baby. I like- I like Jane Austen books because nothing bad ever really happens. Yeah. Whereas with like the Bronte sisters, everything just seems to be Yeah, it's a bit awful dire. All it's all very the time. very dire. <laughs> I, I watched um <laughs> Was that a Bronte one? Uh that might have been Was that Dickinson? Which Brontes were there? Was Emily, Charlotte, and Anne? Anne? Was it? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that was Charlotte? Question mark. Yeah. I think Emily only wrote Wuthering Heights. Blooming miserable. Yeah. (laughs) But maybe I should give it a go. Huh? I'll I'll give it a go, though. I'll I'll stop being baby. Well, I am about to complain about it, so... Oh, okay. (laughs) But we had to to read it for... um, I think it was A-level. And... Oh. Oh, my God, it was terrible. I mean, the book was fine. But it was dire. But yeah. the thing, the way it's written, it's sort of split in two halves. So it could have been two books, really. Like, so you have like Heathcliff and Kathy and stuff in the first half, and the second half is like a few years later, their children, sort of thing. Oh, um, or not, not their children, but the children of characters. Yeah. And I personally. Even though I had to do an exam on it, I read the first half and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not reading the second. <laughs> so yeah. I went to Spark Notes and I read a. <laughs> oh my gosh. I read a, a, a summary of each chapter and I went and did an exam on it. <laughs> did you do well? Yeah, I did all right. Nice. Uh, I think the only books that I actually finished in English at school were I want to say Frankenstein I think I finished yeah um Enduring Love by Ian McEwan oh my god that book is awful bloody awful (laughs) well like enduring this book am I right yeah exactly (laughs) oh my god that book geez if Wuthering Heights is dire I don't know what to call Enduring Love because bloody hell yeah Um, what else did I finish uh and Inspector Calls well that didn't really count because that was a play uh I swear there's nothing that will like make you hate a book quicker than it's studying it. Yeah, or like yeah. just being told you have to read it. Yeah. I am so I don't know if this again is like an ADHD thing, but if someone like I I literally I started doing English A level and for the English A level the first book we had to read was Black Beauty and because oh I was told to read a book, I couldn't do it and I dropped yeah. out. Say so next year 
I did the same again. I dropped out of English A level <laughs> twice because no. I was like, I'm not reading books you tell Literally, me to read. This and is I was like, the same Why did issue, I sign up to this? right? This is the issue I have with people sending me links. It is exactly the same. People send it to me. They're like, look at this link. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and if people hand me a will. book and they're like, read this book, I'm like, no, I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better with books now because I guess it's not like a mandatory thing if like a yeah. friend suggests a book or something i'm like oh thank you for the recommendation but it's like you have to read this i'm like no i don't no i don't <laughs> i will just fail but did you think of that <laughs> i have started um, reading a book i have started reading i have the world the first book in the wheel of time series oh um because i i was streaming the other day right and i was trying to read out dialogue and i realized how rusty i have gotten with reading i haven't yeah. read a book properly in years like years and years and years and i used to read so much and now it's just like i feel like i've just completely untrained myself like yeah. if i'm trying to read dialogue like my I, again maybe adhd i don't know but my eyes will dart they'll dart ahead and then i'll, I'll stumble over my words when i was reading um i've read the first chapter in eye of the world and i, I there was a page where i must have read the same paragraph at least five times and i was just like just keep going yeah. <laughs> keep trying <laughs> i think a lot of the time there's something to be said for i i find like once i it can take me a while to get into a book but once i'm in it's better and yeah. i think sometimes in those first few like the chapter or first few pages i just have to be like I'm going to plow on regardless. I might, as long as I'm taking in the vague meaning of mm -hmm. the page, I'm not going to worry about the details. So I'm just going to blah, 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 blah. And then once I'm into it, it's okay. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm hoping for. I've also yeah. told Rydian that I'm reading it. So I'm using Rydian as like my incentive to read it because I'll be like, right, I've read this chapter now and uh, this <laughs> happened and this is what I think. Whereas yeah. if I had no one to report to, I'd just be like... No one will know if I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if, what if, because I've been meaning to like try those books because they have heard good things. We could read along together, have our <gasps> mini book club. Yeah. So I do find it quite daunting the fact that it's like one of 50 million, I do believe. I think Ridian said there are 14 <laughs> books in the series. Oh my gosh. He also said to me, the first one's okay. Like, that's okay, what's put me great. off of Wheel of Time is like by the fifth book it's really good I'm like what? I'm like, that's a lot of words <laughs> honestly so far I mean I'm one chapter in and a prologue like not a lot but yeah. it feels like have you ever read um, Aragon? like have you read uh, The Inheritance Cycle? no oh okay well this analogy doesn't really help them but it oh. it, it feels that the beginning of it at, the, at least i feel like it's going to be a lot more in depth than aragon yeah. but the beginning is quite similar i think it's like a young sort of guy and his dad slash father figure they live a little bit secluded from the nearby village blah 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 and that's exactly what happens at the beginning of aragon except he oh, goes and okay. finds dragon egg i don't know what happens in this but he probably he goes and wheel. finds the Wheel of Time. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was just the end of the book and there it was. There it the was. The Wheel <laughs> of Time. Bum, bum, bum. Closing credits. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to read page after page of... Actually, you do sort of get the thank you at the end of books. So I guess that is sort of the credit. Thank I've, you for reading. I've been reading more books recently in the last like few years than I... 
had for a very long time because I had that same thing of like I was just powering through with uh, Brandon Sanderson's Oathbringer and I was not enjoying it but I didn't want to start another book until I had finished it but then I started a book club and that just inspired me to just keep on reading books and it's like you say like if you have other people that are reading it and you can like people will know <laughs> if you finished it or not that does like I know this sort of goes against the whole like reading books I've been told to read thing but I think because it's a different environment and it's fun I've read a lot of books that I've really liked in the yeah. last few years which has yeah. been good definitely um, I had oh, yeah. one year mm-hmm. years ago where every book I read was like one of my favorite books I've ever read and it was oh. such a good year of like uh I read um all of his dark materials amazing I read one day amazing lovely bones amazing time traveler's wife doesn't get the credit it deserves amazing <laughs> it's just like every book I was like it's the best book ever <laughs> so if ever people are like do you have any recommendations for what to read I'm always like this is my year's reading from this year any of it <laughs> any of good. these also I don't want to overhype them so all the books I just said they're okay give them a go they're okay I guess I oh. I found that book club didn't work for me because it felt similar to studying where it was like read this book by this deadline and I was like yeah that's fair no. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to. I don't think I will <laughs> I don't think I will <laughs> and read the investor was like in like a year's time when you've read all 14 you can tell me what you think and I was like a year <laughs> that's very very optimistic <laughs> <laughs> I just I would like to get into a a big series because I've purposely been avoiding series for a, many a year now. Like I read this book called Priory of the Orange Tree literally because it is a chonky fantasy that is a standalone book. And that was so appealing to me. I was like, because I, I've read things like Name of the Wind, which has a second book, but then it also has a third book that's that has been a in, lot in books, writing right? for like, no, it's literally just those two. And Is the guy's been writing the third one for like nine years. Oh. And every year he's like, yeah, I'll probably release it this year. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you're not going to. So I'm not going to read your second book until you've written your that's third like one. That's like Game of Thrones. I really want to read Game of Thrones. I want to read the series. I want to read it all, but it's not going to be finished. So yeah. what's the point? <laughs> Yeah, you just, it's like a fine balance between enjoying something and it, like, especially when, like, some books can feel so filler, like, you can tell it's just an in-between book, and you're like, I no, I want a complete story, I don't want it to be, yeah, like, just, and it's like, that's what I read recently, oh, can I think what it was, but it was, it just ended in such a way that was like, it was basically like this massive, oh, no, I'm thinking of a film, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking of a book that I saw on a screen. Right, and right. it ended easy mistake. Really... Easy mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered the feeling of it. But again, like some films can feel very filler when it's just like yeah, yeah. I think like Marvel and stuff have that issue. Yeah, it's just like let's just make a movie for the sake of it. And I'm like, no, I want to be satisfied <laughs> because especially when it's like. 
oh, leave you wanting more. And it's like, well, that's fine if it's TV and there's another episode in a week. But when you're going to take like two years to make the next one, like, uh, like why? Just why? finish your film. Stop. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to like start reading again. I, I've kind of missed it. It, it, it was like a, a while ago, I would just read when I was on holiday. And yeah. I would read Lord of the Rings every time because I, I would just read a chunk of it, get back from holiday, not touch it until the next holiday and then continue. <laughs> so it yeah. took me years to read Lord of the Rings. But I it was really nice. You know, Lord of the Rings experience. Because it. It, it goes over a few years. So maybe yeah. that's the way to do it. <laughs> I was just doing it in real time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I, I, I really envy people that can just sit down and read a book. Um, So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to try. If anyone is looking for a very easy to read book that is like just a nice story to ease into reading, I recommend House on the Cerulean Sea because Mm -hmm. it's like it's a short book. It's easy to read. Lovely story. And it's just a good like. There's no like. um. No big words. Sometimes when I'm reading books and I, I just feel like the language is too languagey sort of thing and I'm just like constantly trying to look up words to understand it. Whereas that is just like a good easing back into reading book I found. So that's yeah, that's my book recommendation for this book podcast that we do. Well, there here. we go. Book and poo <laughs> podcast. Ah, the old book and poo. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new section for the podcast as well. We've got... Poofamisms, we've got book recommendations. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about the same dream three times. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I will have fresh dreams next week, not my slightly turtled dreams. <laughs> I'm gonna have to quick call everyone you know. We're gonna have to get a guest for next week. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Just get Ridian back on. Yeah, it's time. This it's is the time. end of series two. <laughs> time for series three next week with Gastar Rydian. <laughs> well, thank you for a very lovely chat as always, Gersby. Thank you, Brian. And thank you everyone for listening. I'm sorry that I was stood up and weird this week. I'll sit down next week. Don't I'm you sat worry. down and weird. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.